Welcome to Noble Brand, your weekly short Bible study that dives into the scriptures in a meaningful way in just a few minutes each week. I'm your host, Steve Sanders. In our last episode, Ruth finally finds out who Boaz is, that he's a relative of Elimelech and he is a guardian or a kinsman redeemer for the family. That is going to become even more evident today as we move on to chapter 3. We're going to get a bit more into more risque behavior in this episode, and while I would not really have a problem with a younger person listening to this, you may want to preview this episode before listening with your child. We are now 10 episodes into this study on Ruth, and each one has a lot of good information. If you haven't heard the rest, you would probably benefit from going back and hearing the backstory. We began this study with episode 9 of season 3, which aired on the 3rd of October. You can easily go back and listen to these episodes now or anytime. All right, let's get into today's study. We're going to begin by reading Ruth chapter 3, beginning in verse 1 from the net version. At that time, Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you so you will be secure. Now Boaz, with whose female servant you worked, is our close relative. Look, tonight he is winnowing barley at the threshing floor. So bathe yourself. Rub on some perfumed oil and get dressed up. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let the man know you're there until he finishes his meal. When he gets ready to go to sleep, take careful notice of the place where he lies down. Then go, uncover his legs, and lie down beside him. He will tell you what you should do. Ruth replied to Naomi, I will do everything you have told me to do. I suspect this passage may catch some people off guard. What exactly is going on here? What is Naomi suggesting? Let's break it all down and discover what is happening and why it's happening. I think the key to understanding this is right in verse 1 where Naomi says, My daughter, I must find a home for you so you will be secure. The authors of the net version, as well as many other versions, have chosen to change a rhetorical question into a statement here, as noted in the net version notes. The actual phrase is closer to what the NASB says, which is, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you that that it may be well with you? This choice of translation was not even uncommon in biblical times. The Aramaic Targum of Ruth phrases it this way, My daughter, I swear that I will not rest until I seek a resting place for you so that you may be happy. The Aramaic Targums were translations of the ancient Hebrew text into Aramaic with some commentary added in by the translators. The Jewish people had come to speak Aramaic more than Hebrew at this time, and while the priest would still read from Hebrew, other priests would translate into Aramaic for those listening. It's important not to place this text equal to or above the Bible, but it does help us get some insight into what early translators thought. Now back to our passage. Naomi felt a real need to find Ruth a husband so she might be taken care of. Remember, in those times, a single woman would have a hard time making a living, and many remained destitute while others would resort to prostitution. In verse 2, we see another rhetorical question that is translated as a statement by many versions, including the net. Once again, the NASB gets this closer to the original text with, Now, is not Boaz our kinsman, with whose maid you were? Behold, he winnows barley at the threshing floor tonight. Like in the previous verse, the Aramaic Targum of Ruth chooses to translate this as a statement as well, rather than a question. There it says, Now there is our kinsman Boaz, with whose maidservant you were in the field. 
he will be winnowing on the barley threshing floor in the night's breeze until morning. Naomi knew the work that had to be done, and she also knew Boaz would be involved. The threshing probably took place outside of town a bit. The grain, barley in this case, would be beaten and then tossed into the air. The wind would catch the shaft of the barley and take it away, while the heavier kernels would then fall to the ground. As noted a couple of episodes ago, this was necessary to get the barley into a usable state. Naomi then plainly tells Ruth it is time to make herself available. In verse 3, Naomi tells Ruth to bathe herself. Now, it's highly unlikely that Naomi and Ruth would have had a bathtub. This probably just refers to cleansing herself using water from a pot. This was not a common thing really in those days like it would be today. Water was likely scarce and bathing would have been reserved for special occasions. Naomi then tells Ruth to anoint herself, which the net version translates as rub on some perfumed oil. This may have been a scented oil, but it may have just been oil used to soften dry skin, not unlike how we use lotion sometimes today. Finally, Naomi tells Ruth to dress up according to the net version. The actual words here are telling Ruth to put on her outer garments. This, combined with the bathing and the anointing, would send a signal to anyone, Boaz in particular, that Ruth's period of mourning was over and she was ready to move on with her life. Naomi tells Ruth to wait until Boaz is done eating and lays down to sleep. She advises her to pay attention to where he lays down and then to go and lay down beside him. Now, there's much discussion about what is meant by uncovering his feet. The word used here could generally mean the lower body, or as the net version says in the notes, the region of the legs. But in biblical times, the word for feet was sometimes used for a euphemism for a man's private parts, though, which leads some to believe that Ruth may have exposed Boaz. Truthfully, this seems a bit strong to me, and and there are others who think it's a strong assumption, too. Laying beside him is enough for him to get the signal that Ruth is interested, and frankly, it's really the equivalent of proposing marriage to Boaz. It's showing her availability. It should be noted, though, that nothing in this text suggests they had a sexual encounter that night, nor should that be read into this. Naomi seems confident that Boaz will do the right thing by taking Ruth as a wife and tells Ruth that Boaz will tell her what to do. Ruth then replies by asserting she'll do exactly what she was told by Naomi to do. As I said in the opening, this part of Ruth may catch some off guard. Is this really a biblical story with such suggested behavior? It certainly is, and it demonstrates the importance to Naomi and Ruth that Ruth be under the headship of a man who can ensure she was cared for. Next week, beginning in chapter 3, verse 6, we're going to begin to see how this unfolds. As always, I hope you're enjoying these short Bible studies that dive a bit deeper in just a few short minutes. If you know someone who might be interested in this podcast, would you mind sharing it with them? You can point them to our website where they can listen at podcast.noblebrian.com or they can easily subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many others. Remember, you can also get weekly updates through our Facebook page. You can find a link to that in our show notes. If you're interested in a copy of this study guide on Ruth when we're done with the series, just subscribe on our site at noblebreans.com. That's N-O-B-L-E-B-E-R-E-A-N-S.com. Finally, join us again in our next episode. Until next time, love like him, live for him, and reflect his light into this world. 